What's up, y'all? This is the Bias Channel with Jay Mesa. We got the wifey in the house, Nikki Lee Mesa. How's it going? I'm doing well, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, we were talking about this wall thing earlier, you know? It's been everywhere. It's been in all the news, pretty much. What do you think about it? What What's going on, you know? Do you feel... Like we're being invaded. Do you feel like, you know, sorry to use the terms that the news uses, but, you know, it's what's in our ear. It's what we see on television. No, I think Trump's an idiot. No, don't be so biased to that. <laughs> but is Just... this a bias channel? No. Well, I had a friend post on Facebook um, right after his address, and they marked, I am safe from all of the people crossing the border. Because more as a insult to his comments in order to yeah, kind like of sarcastically like saying, say it sarcastically yeah. because he's pretty much trying to incite fear of people right. and that but, this but is that's, a natural come on, crisis. But, it, but it's not, this is not an old tactic that we haven't seen before. This is, it's just, it's just, I think it's more different now because it's in our face. It's everywhere. It's in social media. It's, it's fucking everywhere. It is everywhere. And that's where you have different people with different opinions. I guess I follow most people that have the same opinion as me. And right. so... And that's just what most I, people, too. Yeah, I mean, what everyone. I see are people who are more like-minded in their opinion about the wall than I am. I was also watching after his address as they fact-checked things. And they did say a lot of the facts were correct, except... Not in the context in which he was putting it, right? And and the whole most of most of the drugs and all that other stuff come to the legal ports of entry anyway. That's why, and not even to get into that, but we haven't had a wall for years. Like, I don't think Mexico is really one to worry about. But I I can see where they're coming from, as in as it being a pathway into the United States. If someone were trying to get here. From, you know, yeah. the other different countries. It's super easier to get go through Mexico, go through South America, come up that way. Right. But it's equally as easy to come through Canada oh, if yeah. they fly in through Canada. In fact, a lot of immigrants who have migrated have come through Canada, especially when I talked to a friend of mine who's married to an Indian from yeah. India. Yeah. And that's most of his family is currently in Canada. They go up frequently because that's how they. Why are they trying to like chain migration down? Is what they're. Oh, I think what, that's how they just migrated. So how, to how was he, he had a visa? He was going to school or something. Like that? He was born here, but his parents came here from India. So I feel like if we're gonna build a wall, you know, why is it only across the border of Mexico? Right. Why are we not then sanctioning the whole United States? Although I don't agree with the wall. I don't want to start this out like right, I'm right, right. in favor of this wall. I'm just saying his arguments don't make sense because he's only, you know, bordering the south border. He's not right. thinking of the north borders. Right. And it's and it's even it's even hard for us to even talk on this too, because we're not down near that south border. No, but no. you have a lot of 
I mean, what they're posting on the news and stuff, you have a lot of families that are being separated and really they're looking for asylum through other countries where they're being prosecuted not for drugs or alcohol or significant gang-related activities, as he likes to say, or murderers. Well, well, there are going to be be those bad apples that come through in every situation of migration. Watch the news. There's bad apples here. Who live here, born here, are Americans. And so to classify it as, you know, only right. those crossing the border. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. It just puts a bad name on anybody who migrates to the United States. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm obviously, I am not, I'm a Pacific Islander. And, and, you know, I was born into this. I was born on Guam. And on Guam, when you're, when you're born, you're automatically U.S. citizen. Yeah. What's fucked up is we... I feel like it's like a more it's a it's like Puerto Rico. I I think in Puerto Rico, I don't I don't know I don't know if you can vote for the president. I don't think you can. I, you can't do it on Guam. We have a congressman that we elect, and then he can cast the vote in D.C. for the presidency. But that's it. We we really we really the don't. People. Yeah, we really don't have a say in Guam. Of of you know, but people often use Guam as a stepping stone to the United States. For political purposes, you mean? No, for for to get citizenship. Citizenship is very powerful. You know, I, I was, like I said, un, unfortunately, I, you know, or, for, or should I say fortunately, I was born with United States citizenship, with a social security number. I don't know how, what it does to get through this, but I've talked with, I, I work with a couple guys that are immigrants from, uh, one's from Afghanistan, one's from Iran. And they tell me the process is long, like very long, to get naturalized citizenship. citizenship. Are they here on a work visa? No, I think they they've been here for for quite some time already. I wonder why. So you know, their 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 kids was born here, I think. So they were obviously here on a visa of some sorts, and then. I wonder what that process really does look like, especially oh. if you're seeking asylum from, say, religious prosecution. And obviously, if it's a long process, that's why you get so many people crossing the borders yeah. illegally. Because if you're facing prosecution, then you don't have time to wait right, for that right, visa. Right, right. and, and you know, man, like you know, when I talk with these guys that I work with, they 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 sold everything. You know, these guys had lives back in Afghanistan and Iran. These guys are, you know, they they tell me about how they grew up. And, and you know, and I asked, and I and I asked this question to them, that which just blows my mind, is is, do you want to go back home? And both and both of them said, yeah, we want to go home, but they can't because of the war and you know, things. I don't really know too much about, only from the stateside point of view. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe I need to get a different point of view from it, and it's way different from theirs when it comes to the Western. Living style. Society and whatever. It's way different. Well, and I wonder if, of course, my opinion is biased being here in the United States. I've never experienced anything. So I haven't seen war on the forefront. I haven't seen mass shootings and or killings where they maybe experience that at their front door. 90, maybe 80% of Americans, you know, not including the military. Not including the military, eighty percent of 
private citizens probably have never seen anything like that. In America. Right. That's why we're so oblivious to it. Because so far we've never experienced war on our land. Well, you know, well, Pearl Harbor and then, you know, 9-11, those were things that hit hit home. Well, those were attacks. But it was never invading force where, you know, we were, I think, well, you know, I didn't grow up here, but there was never, it was never an invading force going in going to take over the United States of America. That's never going to happen. Well, well you never know, never. but yeah. Well, and that's kind of like the wall would trap us in. What if something like that did happen and not a national disaster? Then we would be looking for asylum through other countries and we wouldn't get it because of the choice that our current president is trying to enforce. Right. And, you know, this is a president that our electoral process is determined you know and that's i don't i don't want to see the guy fail like if he fails that means the country fails as well for him but for him to to do his little antics is kind of crazy because we're we're nation based on laws and all this shit and we elect all these other officials senators congressmen you know representatives it's just to represent the community and that's one thing that I don't understand what's going on is we're not being represented, man. What's going on? If 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 we own the house and everything, if if, if we elected officials to run the house of representatives to change whatever was going on in there, you know, it, it's only going to take a matter of time before, every, and then it's going to do a one eighty flip, and then we're going to be on the other opposite side of things. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be. A constant fucking circle that we're in with how things are going right now. It's just, I don't know where I'm going with that. But yeah. Well. Taking it back to the wall and everything else. We're we're also a country built on immigration. Right. We're a nation of immigrants. That's the one thing I don't understand. So. You ain't from here either. Like, you know, my um, you're from Ording. You, You grew up here. Your grandparents' grandparents are from Europe. No, my right? great grandparents. Your great great grandparents. Yeah. yeah, my grandparents were born here, and they migrated over. And they migrated over. So right. you know. And what, at the time frame that they migrated was uh, World War One, and so their my grandmother's last name is maiden name was Smith, but really it was Schmidt. But they changed it when they moved here. Because they didn't want people to know that they were German, ah. and so it's interesting following, Yoda. yeah, following my family tree because the name switches, and there's so many Schmitz right. in Germany that we don't we can't track the line. So it's kind of sad that my grandmother can't follow her heritage to find out if family still reside in Germany or anything like that because of that name switch, and that name switch occurred. According to what my grandmother knows, when they crossed over Ellis Island. Uh, so they came to Ellis Island like most immigrants back in the day. Yeah, but they switched when they signed their name. Right. And the paperwork. But think about how many Smiths there were. Yeah. I think mean, historically. How many there are now. Yeah, historically that was the name that they it's used. Like, it's, like, it's like Cruise on Wall, you know. Yeah. Same, same smell. Yeah. Different deodorant. But yeah, it's just that that's, that's like a thing too is. 
the the we're built of a nation of immigrants and you know the statistics kind of push to the immigrant side of them coming over here and doing well most immigrants i know have came here with pennies in their pockets sponsors and just grind they work hard all the, the, those, those two guys from the middle east they work all the damn time they make me want to go work some more well because they're providing for their family and their number one goal was to do that and moving here and so when you see all this propaganda because yes it is propaganda that they're pushing out to make us believe that these people are bad because they're immigrants. Well, I, I just don't believe that. You have to believe in no, even, even humanity. The, right. Not, and not like these guys are the legal immigrants. These guys are the, the ones that even the illegal immigrants, like, because I was, when I was working in construction, I used to know all those Mexican guys that came up through, they came up through Canada. They told me their story of how they crossed the borders and everything. They came through Canada. And they paid something, something amount of for where they crossed the desert in Mexico. Some, I know they came through the south border, but then somehow went got all, the way sh- all the way up to Canada and then came back in for some reason. It was weird. I wonder what other countries, and this is just me being ignorant because I don't have the answer, how the process is for moving or migrating into other countries. Like, what does that look like? I'm sure it's a lot easier for an American citizen to do it than any other country. Probably I don't know Americans. why I say that. I don't know why I say that. But I just have this feeling. You feel like America has the hardest and restricted laws? No, no. For, it's not a, or you just feel like... here on visas all the time. You just feel like... You get a working visa. You American get a American people with passports. Yeah, because you like, can get dual citizenships from here to Canada, here to... How do you get dual citizenship? Google it. You can Google it. I'm curious. Google it because I know you can do it. I know you can have dual citizenship. And and I don't I don't ever hear about me. I'm sure you can do it with other countries. That's just me being only in America type stuff. But yeah, it's not. You don't need to Google it now. While we're doing what we're doing. But. Well, yeah, but it does bring up the question of. Excuse me. Say I wanted to move to Canada. What would I'm it sure take you can move to Canada and go for me to like live, yeah, live yeah, legally. When, when, when most people come, come to here and apply for U.S. citizenship, they will revoke their other citizenship. Yeah, I saw that. I, you know me, I'm I'm all about like the Dateline and the oh, yeah, you know yeah. murder shows yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I saw that that uh, there was a woman who killed her husband and tried to escape back to their country. Why the but, fuck are you even <laughs> watching but this fucking thing? It, and, but it was a country where they wouldn't uh, extradite. Hold yeah. on, I'm getting to my point here. Yeah, I think and, I saw a, a piece of that where she was from there. Yeah, she originally she was there, but she got citizenship here, and it was a country that wouldn't extradite, but because on the paperwork she revoked all right to her yeah. native land, they could extradite her from, and I want to say it was like Brazil. It was a country that didn't have extradition. Yeah, South America. Yeah, South America. Um, and so that's interesting. So I wonder what the stipulation would be for dual citizenship. And how, okay, so if you cross the border legally, what would that look like if a wall really was standing there? To cross it illegally? No, to cross it legally. Like there'll what? be ports of entry, like there are now. That's what they call those things down in 
I don't know, you know, because I've only only flown through the southern better. To go to Mexico. That sucks for you. But yeah, it's just, it's just, it just says Mexico. And then the other side it says USA, California, or Arizona. It's so similar to the Canadian border. Or Texas. Yeah. I've been through the the Canadian border. Almost the same. But, but I'm, but when I was in Cali, it's TJ. It's, you know, the fenced off area. And then there's like the river or whatever, the lake. don't you the just river? need an idea like i guess i just don't understand and when you go this. when you go into mexico it's pretty cool when you come back in they they kind of check it check you out well you have to have a passport right and, well back then we didn't have to because same with canada well yeah canada you didn't need a passport yeah. we would just go because we would go to bc a lot so See, i guess i guess what's preventing these people from just and again, my own ignorance, and I'll totally like this show yeah, about bias. a lot different, but... especially after after nine eleven. Everything became yeah. different. Everything became well. Different even to fly was so traveling. terrifying. Yeah, my first time flying after nine eleven. It was my first time flying by myself. I was going to Colorado, and you know how I hate to fly. And I was wearing uh, slacks, and they pulled me out of the line. For me, a young twenty-two-year-old girl. In line, flying was first. TSA was. I don't yeah. think TSA was there yet. Was yeah, it was. I was twenty two. Nine eleven happened when I was twenty. I just turned twenty one right after, oh, yeah. and pulled me in line and got a woman to search me while the buttons on my pants were clasps, uh-huh. and, she ripped and it. it kept beeping when she'd go <laughs> over my stomach. So then they had to. It was a man did, originally. Did they think they, that you keyed through something? I guess. And so then oh they had to, I had to wait for a female to come and actually like have me unbutton my pants so that and she could show. To... No, don't oh. be ridiculous. And really? I was the last person to get on the flight because it took that long for them to do it. Jeez. I mean, out of everybody getting on. And I just remember thinking, man, and here I am. I'm 22, blonde hair, blue eyed, white. And I, I was the one who looked suspicious, <laughs> apparently. You know, so it was it was kind of a crazy experience because typically you would have never anticipated that I was the person they were pulling out of line. Right, right. You know? Right. Yeah. Fortunately, I haven't had any of those experiences. They took me out one time because I left my iPad in my bag. But pretty much when I go through TSA, I don't like to fuck around because those guys act like they're saving the world. And, you know, I just let them do their thing. Yeah. And I just really try to... Well, this wasn't even at TSA. Like, I got through that, but this was right after, you know. Actually, it was, I was 21 because it was December after 9-11. So, it was right after, a couple months then. And um, it was, they were checking people at the gate. They were pulling people from the gate before you even got on the plane. That's crazy. Yeah, and so I was personally pulled. I I was on Guam when 9-11 happened. That shit looked like a movie when I I saw it on the, because it was like, it happened like early in the morning here, so it would have been two, three o'clock in the morning on Guam. So we came in. I think I think I was at my one of my friends' house, and we came in. and I saw it on the news. I thought shit. I thought it was Bruce Willis, you know, some shit like that. It, but it was. Then I saw the other plane hit, and I was like, oh shit! Then it was New York, and and I I already been living in Washington for three four years already. Right, that was when you went back to your dad yeah. Yeah, it was a crazy experience. I got a call from my uncle, who after that ex-military, and asked me if I was watching the news, and I wasn't. 
And so I turned it on, and no, it felt like you were just watching a movie. And then I went to work, and people... That's when the 24-hour news cycle started yeah. going on. Yep, exactly. And got crazy after that. Yeah. And I watched... People had, like, a little... This is back in the old day where you had, like, that little box TV. Yeah. People had it on. People were crying. I don't even know, like, how... I still, to this day, just don't even know how I... It almost was like a shock factor. Like it really wasn't yeah. happening because right. it really wasn't happening in front of me. Right, right, right. It was only happening in New York. Right. But but the effects of it were felt throughout the whole country, travel-wise. When it started affecting people's lives, that's when it started affecting people's lives, if that makes any sense. Like this, right. with this wall thing. Yeah. It wasn't really affecting anyone's life when it wasn't affecting anyone's life. Well, when now Trump it's affecting, didn't bring it, I mean, nine eleven affected thousands and thousands right. but, of but people. I, but even I'm, prior I'm not, to not, it, not, not, not even to bring anyone involved in it. It's it's now becoming now it's now becoming a thing where it's affecting a lot more people's lives than the people on Arizona, California, and Texas border. Right, it's affecting a lot more people now. And what, what more? How much more will it affect? If things don't happen quickly. Yeah, because we're in a government shutdown. So people, families are suffering because of this. Because their families aren't getting paid. They can't afford to, you know, pay their rent. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know that. We don't know that. No, but it's on the the, the news that these people... The the next, you know, the, the generation, you know, that's this is our generation we're talking about. This is our generation, and this is you know the people that are in these jobs are 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 are, are our age, right? You know, in somewhat they're career wise, you know, they're state, federally, career wise, this and that. They're they're doing. What we're, they might have a side hustle. They might have you know. I don't know. I'm not trying to defend anyone, but I'm just saying like. This is affecting it's when it when it starts affecting other people's lives. That's when it starts becoming a problem, and, and and when it should be our problem in the first place to begin with. Right. You know, if if, if immigration was a problem, why didn't why didn't this stop long time ago? And and, and what it seems to me in this day and age is that it's a, a, a certain type of immigration is what irritates people. You know. It's not fucking because fuck we got immigrants from China, Japan, UK, you know everywhere. Yeah. Well, why I is wonder- it a problem in our southern border? And what the fuck? And be it maybe I don't know how it is from coming up from Mexico and doing that whole process illegally. I've seen how it's done. I don't agree with it because it does take away. They don't pay taxes. But it's the employers that are in doing these too. Right, because they're the ones who are employed. You know, they're enabling what's going on. And and, and that's that's the thing is what I don't understand also is why and how and when did this become such a hot topic? I mean I know immigration's always been a topic, but I feel like it became more um, became more of a focus topic with 
Trump running for for presidency. Yeah, but it's always been here. We can't say that. I mean, it's not. Well, I can say that if I want to. Well, yeah, but it's just. It has, but I'm saying a more focused, more aggressive topic. Yeah, I just around. I, I believe with all the technology and everything that's progressing around these topics is what accentuates them to make them even feel like it's hitting you ten times harder. And I guess you know? again it comes from my own ignorance, I guess, because I, obviously I don't know what that's like due to the fact that I yeah we don't, don't. we don't know how it is. Because, you know, it's obviously easier. These guys tell me they pay thousands of dollars to do this whole desert trekking. So you're going to pay 10 grand, 10, 12 grand, cross a fucking desert, take a boat ride up to Canada, and then come back down and, and, then, and, and not go through legally? <coughs> it just makes, excuse me, it just makes me think. Be- they would do all that. And not try to get here through legally. What are they being told in Mexico that... What are, what are they being told Mexico to, to come up here? Right, but it's not just um, if they from wanted Mexico. To. You're looking at South America. You're looking at people flying through different countries into Mexico to try to come up. Oh, right, right, right. It's not just one nationality. I just wonder, too, if what other countries are doing to combat this issue. I I remember watching Vice and when the Siberian Syria when the war was happening all of them were flooding to France. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And they were living on the streets and in tent cities and things like that because they they were facing religious prosecution which is very different than you know Drug smugglers, as Trump right. puts it. Yeah. So. Yeah, when you're when you're moving over on refugee status, it's a little different from uh, the migration. Like these guys, well, there there are. It, I guess it's kind of different with South America and all the other places that are trying to come up through Mexico. Because it's not a land ravaged by war, in quotations. But they are warring in their villages. Mm-hmm. They are warring with other gangs and rivals and who knows what goes on down there. So, you know, I always thought of America being an immigrant, a minority coming here, that America was always the light. Yeah. Most of these people grew up where they grew up. I always, I grew up on Guam. I grew up in, I, I actually grew up in California. I went home to grow up most of my life on Guam. Guam is my home. Most of these people, they grew up in their home, at their home. You know, they want to be home, is what I would think. Regardless if it's in a third world country, they don't know third world country to first world country if they're in the third world country already. So, you know, it's just... It's what they experience. Yeah, they just want what what everyone, what I think everyone else wants safety and peace and you know because there are those people that just want to go through this life I believe with with what they got you know they don't need no more they don't need no less it's just there are those people and then there's the and of course there's the more radical and then there's the less radical you know so but it's I just don't I just don't get it only because for them to go through all that 
all that jazz that I, I hear stories about. Even, even, I guess it's time. It's probably time. It probably takes too long to get. And, you know, after this, I'm going to do some research on it because I am very interested in, in what, what goes on. Because we need to open our minds on how are these people feeling? And why are they feeling like that? Not just from our... We, we, uh, we're already in the clear yeah. for whoever has a, a fucking passport or a social security number. We're already in the clear. Right. It's not our first priority to... Real. Right. Because yeah. we don't need to make it right. our first priority. So we can be oblivious to it if we choose to. Right. Because it's not in our face because it's not affecting yeah. us until... and But it's going to shortly... Well, it already is affecting, you know, thousands of people who are out of work at this point in time due to a government shutdown. Out of work or not getting paid, you know, and I give it up to those people because you're not getting paid, bro. That's hard. That's hard in the streets where I'm from. I mean, we need to get paid when we work. It's not, regardless of what's been saved up or whatnot and what what other things. It's just, that's America, goddammit. You work, you get paid. I right. I mean, that's kind of what we've been built on. Right. You know that's yeah. And for some reason, the federal government we get paid is just that. That's that's another thing. I always wanted to get into a government job because it's guaranteed pay money. You know what I'm saying? It's guaranteed. I'm in the private sector, so you know. But the I've never had a state or a government job. I'm sure it's nice because I fucking hear good shit about it. Or a union job either. Like I'm sure it's nice because I hear good things about it and, and bad things about unions. But I work in the private sector, so I work with a lot of immigrants. I work with a lot of people that are here on working visas that, you know, when I was in construction, I was working a lot of Mexicans. Mm-hmm. Cleanup crew. That's all they were. Getting paid under the table. All of them using like one social security number. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, and it's like eight of them. It's eight of them. And check this out. It's eight of them living in a freaking tiny ass house, and all they do is send back money back to Mexico so their so their family can live better. It's well, exactly. Crazy. And that's that's the sacrifice that they're making. That's that crazy. doesn't mean that they're yeah. It's not like bad people. The, yeah, or... the, you know, like the most of the people, most of the immigrants that I know illegally that are up there are doing things to get back home. Are doing things to make home better for their families. Right. That is fucking crazy. That is the biggest sacrifice you can make for your family. Yeah. And I think that's what people don't recognize is that humanity piece. And right now, like I yeah. said, you're going back to the propaganda as you're hearing a lot that is trying to paint immigrants in this light that's right. negative. I mean, before you know it, immigrants going to be a taboo word to say for because real. people are going to take offense to it, even though it's not. It's that you've we're all immigrants at some lineage, 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 lineage of our family was an immigrant at yeah, some point in time, sure. unless you're a Native American, and then you're yeah, native. It's, it's called native. native. Yeah, but why? Reason. Why isn't it? Why is it called Native American though? Why can't they just be Americans? Why are Americans only Americans? And what and who and what are Americans? Well, I thought it was me too, right? Yeah, it is. 
I but no, know. I am a Pacific Islander American. Well, yeah, because now they have those check boxes. Yeah. Oh my God, there's like fifteen of them. I know. Like like, well, and maybe that goes back to the idea of of carrying on your own heritage, but I mean, I wouldn't put on there well because my great grandparents were European. I wouldn't mark European. I mean, yeah. I just put white. <laughs> Seriously, I'm Caucasian. I mark either yeah. the white or the Caucasian. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I remember. I remember what it was just Caucasian, black, Mexican, and other. And yeah, I had to put other on its <laughs> And now it. everything is. Then they hit you with the Pacific Islander. I think when I was when I was getting out of high school, and maybe 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 that was just at the doctor's office. And some people refuse to mark it. They just put other. Because they don't need you, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be like that Nowadays, it's optional. It's optional to mark your ethnicity. Oh, yeah. So, it's kind of funny. I mean, in the sense of... You can or cannot identify with a race if you choose to. But then again, like you said, what is an American? I mean, because that's not listed. American isn't listed on there. So... But, you know, most Americans probably think Americans are just white Americans. Yeah, but there's different white people. Right. I, I know working in a really diverse school and that's crazy environment. To hear. That's crazy to hear that there's different white people. Yeah. Right? That's crazy. Well, but, like, working in a really diverse school where there was 147 different languages spoke. Right. Uh, you know, Russian and, and yeah, Ukrainian, yeah, yeah. and and if you said, "Well, you're white," they would say, "No, I'm Ukrainian." Right, right. right? They yeah. they identified with their ethnicity, not their color of skin. Right, right. And so I would always say, "Well, I'm the only white person in the classroom because they didn't identify being white." Right. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah, they identified with their nationality. Right. So, because that's even white people that like that's different white people, right? That's what in I the mean, context of white people. Yes, there are different white people that don't even identify as white. being white, right? They're European, that's if crazy. anything, if they mark anything, it's European, right? So, it's it is an interesting right, right. concept that, that's an interesting concept on the other side of it, too, yeah, with just being black and not being from Africa. Or, or it doesn't have to be just Africa. It's no, just, but like African American is what it, they they mark, you know. Right, right, right. On, on the on the paper. On right. the paper. So that's what African I mean American. by like. Yeah. They're not just marking. There's not even a category for American. Right. But you're there's a category for Pacific Islander. Yeah. Which is a location. Right. Not the color of your skin. Right. So it's it's just an interesting. Right, that whole Concept. thing is interesting. I also, you know, speaking of the wall and immigration, I had a family come. We had lots of families that were refugees. Lots of them from, like, Somalia and things like that. And uh, what was always interesting to me is if they were brand new to the United States, like being sponsored by a family refugee yeah. here, their birthdays were always, always the same. Guess what their birthday was? January 1st. Uh, yeah, because they didn't have a calendar. I don't know. I never really understood it. But I had one kid, cutest kid, and I taught sixth grade, and I knew that kid was not a sixth grader because he was tiny. He like came up yeah. to my hip, but he had four siblings. Uh, 
and he was the oldest of the four siblings. So, so they how put old, him how old was he supposed to be in, in sixth, sixth grade? grade. What is that? 11, and then 12? yeah, and all of the kids filtered down. Oh shit! So you know, and we all were like, "There's no way these children are the uh, age, age that they were." I bet you he was probably third grade. But it. Well, it you was. ask him how many January firsts that he had. Well, all of that's every probably, single one of the kids, their birthday was January first. They were just years apart. I think that's probably because the that's the only day celebrated. Maybe, but globally. Oh, maybe that's and a good point. So it was always day to recognize. Not too many people know about this calendar. You know, I don't. I don't know how far it extends. Yeah. We think, we always think that everyone knows about it. Yeah, but it was definitely an interesting concept. But that's funny that you say that. January 1st, the only thing that changed was the year. And all of the kids had the same birthday. But then again, the kid had never been in school either. Yeah, so you don't know. Yeah, we never a public education. Yeah. So you're just being biased on the fact that he didn't know shit. Rather than well, he didn't even speak. I mean, he didn't even speak, speak English, English, so he was ELL in a um, sixth What's grade class, English language learner. Uh-huh. And by the towards the end of the year, he was speaking well, but I just we I wanted to hold him back, but because they had marked all of the kids so close in age in public education, we won't hold you back if you're ELL. Typically, Why is that? well, because they. They can't access the curriculum due to the language deficiency. And so it wasn't that he wasn't incapable. It was that he didn't understand. Now, if you put it in his own language, we couldn't test it. He was, I can't remember where he was from, but it wasn't one that we had translated, which is really a, sad. A sad yeah, but reality. English is one of the easiest languages to learn. That's what people say, but I don't know yeah. if it's true. Do I've never had, I've never had to learn English. Yeah. I've already know it. Yeah. yeah. So in the body already. Well, yeah. And I, uh, one of my students told me that they dream and think in their native tongue, but when they speak, they spoke in English because that's what was acceptable. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I bet I bet you that's how it is when the first language is fully ingrained. Fully ingrained into your soul. Yeah. You dream and you dream in that language. And, and think in that language. Right. Like, that's what they hear yeah. in their voice. And in the home, that's what they spoke. Oh, it awesome. was only yeah. when they were at school did they speak English. Right, right, right. See, and I'm super Americanized that grams only talk tomorrow. Dads talk tomorrow. My, my brother understands it. I'm sure he should be able to speak it. Probably, yeah, but your I, mom I doesn't really speak it, does she? No. Only she, in- act like, she act like she know. But <laughs> she just says, yeah, all the time. No, she'll have like some conversation, but not. It's limited. Yeah, just just like me, like parts and parts of the conversation will stick out, and I'll get a lot of it from that. And I just need to be talked to it more. I mean, who do I talk to here? Not too many. Tomorrow. Not too many tomorrows around. Around me and my and my and my lifestyle and what I do. There's a lot of tomorrows in Washington. There's plenty. So. You know, and 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 right there, it's just how many people in this world are biased on a lot of things, and that's what this show is going to be about. I'd like to thank Nikki for coming on, and we appreciate you. Of course, it was fun. I'm sure I'll be back. 
All right. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Shoo, shoo.